Hello, this is Tom James. Thank you for listening. I will start with a uh, a long Saturday night into Sunday morning. <laughs> it was a. I wanted to. I watched the uh, Women's World Cup and the USA was playing Sweden. Um, I. I had been to Sweden. I've been to Sweden. I um, I went there uh, with the Brown University men's soccer team uh, before the start of my uh, senior season um, with the new coach. Our coach had, previous coach had left to go uh, take a coaching job at Clemson University. It's funny because Trevor Adair went from Brown. You know, he was a coach my first three years at Brown. And he left Brown to go coach at Clemson, where they have scholarships and, um, you know, they're in the ACC, which is, you know, at least when I was in school, the best conference in, in college soccer. Um, the other, th- so the new coach was Mike Noonan, and he he wound up maybe 10 years after I left. Uh, guess where he leads to go coach uh, soccer? As a as a head coach, Clemson. So, both these coaches um, left Brown and went to to Clemson to to coach there. Um, but yeah, I so once every four years, they're allowed to take at least that's how it was when I was there. You're allowed to take a preseason trip. It could be any season, but it, I think most of the teams did it in the preseason in the summer. Where you you could travel somewhere and 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 play games, um, and it was an extension of your um, of your preseason, right? There's there certain rules where this is when the coaches can be involved, and um, there may be organized team activities that are led by captains, but um, you couldn't. You know, there's a certain time where the coaches could be there. And start start practice, and you could do two a days before school started, um, but basically, we we went to Sweden and we went to Malmo, and so at least that was one of the cities. I we spent a decent amount of time in Malmo, and so during the game, I kept going Malmo, Malmo, thinking send them send the Swedish team back to Malmo back to. Back to uh, Sweden after the game, um, it was frustrating because they played they played really well, and there were so many opportunities. And the goalie for the Swedish team won the game for him because there were so many saves where, you know, a header, one player had at least two great chances, and the, the goalie saved it both times. Um, anyway. Uh, I was, I watched the game, went into overtime. My cheers for Malmo did not, were not successful. And when they went into penalty kicks, I said, they had, they had twice where Sweden had missed and all, you know, they just had to bury the next, their next two penalty shots, bury their, their, their final penalty shot. And they didn't. And I just said, I'm not watching. So they, they basically tied. They shouldn't have tied, but they tied after five penalty shots. And 
they missed, I think, the first one in, in overtime. Overtime penalty shots <laughs> after overtime. And I said, I'm not watching. I turned the TV off. And this is part of my theme of look away. And what I didn't want to watch was I did not want to see some of these players. Specifically, I knew one player was going to retire. And it, it would be the last, if, if they lost, that would be the last World Cup game that person ever played in. Um, and I, I also thought about these younger players and some of these players that think there's going to be more World Cups ahead of them. And you never know what happens. You could get injured. Um, you could have a setback in your you know, personal life or your career and, and never make it to the World Cup again. And I didn't want to be watching and thinking about it. Um, so I, I turned it off. I don't even know if they, they lost immediately. I, I, you know, they could have... It could have gone on longer, but I just said I'm not watching it. Um, and I was hoping maybe I'd, I'd find out some great news later in the day, uh, you know, if I looked at the news and, and saw whether or not they'd won or lost. Um, but I did the same thing during the Men's World Cup. You know, there was so much wonderful play in that game. And once it went to penalty kicks, I, I walked away. I'm like, right. Yeah, so I, after the game, I don't know what time it ended, but I turned the TV off and I, I went outside. And I was looking outside, out the window, and the streets were, you know, they've got that little, you know, they're dark. It's, it had rained. It hasn't rained here in a long time. So I'm like, and the skies aren't that bright, but, you know, I was optimistic. I said, I'll go out, you know. See what, what might, what, what mischief I might make of this, and so I went outside, and I was thirsty, <laughs> so I'm, I'm walking north. So what happens is, or what happened was, there was this, this there was it was overcast, and all of a sudden the skies started to the clouds started to break up in the dawn and there were just so many beautiful like, um, pictures of the of the sky the sun breaking through the clouds um, and so I'm I took it I took several pictures walking across the division walking north on division across the Spokane River and I'm about I took I took Plenty of pictures, and I'm about to put. I'm starting to put my phone away, and I, I feel this this large bird flying. You know, it turned out to be an osprey, flying from left to right, so from from west to east across the bridge. And that, what would normally have happened is I would have missed it because it, my phone would have been in my holster. I would have had to try to get the phone out, take a picture. But it still wasn't as quick as I could have been. If I hadn't been looking at my phone, and 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 I had had my if I had my phone in my hand, and then but not looking at it, and then the 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 osprey would have been flying from my left to right. I would have caught it right over me, like right over me. And it wasn't high up; it was really close. But I still had my phone out. I I saw it, you know, kind of in my peripheral vision, above me, and then I. 
I got, you know, I got one picture of it as it um, passed me on the bridge. It was in the distance. So anyway, I, I run my errand to quench my thirst and I've been meaning to go to, I don't know how to, if it's, I'm pronouncing it properly, but there's a, there's a cathedral at Gonzaga University that's kind of on the western edge of the campus. And I've, t I've taken, there was one beautiful picture, and I'll, I'll include all these pictures in, as a link, but there was one picture where there's, there's two steeples with crosses on the top of them, and they were both getting hit by uh, sunlight. I don't even know how, it, it was incredible, and they were both golden. And so I took a picture of it, and I meant, and I, I looked up the name of the cathedral. I, I, um, the uh, the saint Lucius is became a saint after working to serve people that were afflicted by plague, and he wound up dying as a result of being exposed and and succumbing to the same sickness that the people he was serving or or, or you know showing kindness and, and support to um they were suffering from. But so I'm I'm looking out towards the east and there's this these bright golden breaks in the cloud that are formed, you know, as the sun's rising and I I said <laughs> I'm like hey it's I should go over there because I meant to do it, and so I, I, I was kind of following this these bright lights. You know, they were formed by the clouds and the sun, heading towards uh, the Gonzaga campus, and I. The first building I got to, was this art museum, and I'd heard the name, but I didn't know where it was, and it's got this steeple. And it's not it's. It's not like the church steeples, it's separate. And I caught pictures of this where the sun was blasting off of it. And it's copper, at least that's what it looks like to me. I don't even think I took a picture of this time. But you'll see in one of the pictures where there's this blaze, this blaze steeple coming up. And I don't know if that's, it's connected to the same building, the museums. It's called the Junt uh, Art Museum. Uh, but so I, I got there, and when you, as you're heading into the campus... You, and it reminded me of college. I'm like, <laughs> college! <laughs> because it's it's a beautiful campus. and um, Yes, higher learning occurs there. But it, 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 I was thinking, you know, how much fun, about, you know, thinking about entering the university myself. But um, in any case, there's a, there's a, right by this, this copper pinnacle uh, is, is a, is a pond. I don't know. It's I don't know. It's a pond. It's bigger than the pond, but it, it's part. I think it's being fed by the um, by the by the Spokane Spokane River, and I I don't know. It's maybe it doesn't matter. But so, what do I see? This osprey. This osprey. I, I'm assuming it was the same one. It goes and it lands, probably three to four hundred yards away from me along. The river around the lake edge, up in a tree. 
So I'm like, all right. <laughs> I was following the sun, now I'm following the osprey. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find this, I'm going to take a picture. So I get up, you know, and I'm, you know, at a distance, you're like, which tree was it that it was in? You know, how, if I, if I walked too far, and I, I kind of second guess myself, and I get to the, uh, an opening where I can walk right to the, to the, uh, to the uh, shore, and I look up, and then the osprey takes off, and I, I don't, I don't, I already had one picture of the osprey flying away from me. I didn't need another one, and I, I wasn't quick enough to snap one. So I was like, fine. I, I didn't take one that time. And then I go, and I take some pictures. I walk up to the cathedral. I take some pictures. There's some Latin on the front. I won't butcher it right now, but I looked it up later. Um, you'll see it. You'll see the the inscription in the front. But I got some freaking incredible pictures with the sun and the clouds. And there was one at the as I was, and there was campus security was was there was a, a campus security vehicle there, and I said, eh, yeah, I'm just going, I'm going for a walk, you know. And there's there's, there's, there's it doesn't matter, but. There's no one on campus right now. It's summer. And uh, it was... I didn't... I barely saw anybody. Um, I guess until I left. Until I was leaving. But yeah. I... Uh, there was one picture I took at the end. And it's... It's a... It's an interesting picture because... It's of a loading dock. You know, where trucks come back in. It's... It's, it's west of the cathedral. <laughs> There's two funny pictures. The, the one of the, the, when you see the loading dock, there's a, there's a, there's like a chimney coming out of the, out of this building and there's a blaze of sun that looks like a, a, an eternal flame coming out of the top of this building. I loved it. I'm like, I didn't see it till today because I take these pictures and so many times I'm like, I don't know, you know, there's going to be at least. One out of ten of my pictures are going to, I'm going to see something, I'm going to know they're great when I take, if I take one, I'm going to, if they're a beautiful picture, I know they are. But there's one out of ten maybe, or one out of fifteen, that I take and I look at later, I'm like, that's incredible. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it, it, it tells me, keep taking them. You know, don't, and it's not like. I don't think any of those pictures were, were, there wasn't a single one that was like, delete it, you know, unless I'm moving the camera or something. But so I take that picture and then I'm, I'm walking back towards kind of from where I came, heading back east. And there's the osprey again. <laughs> and it's, it's along the same, right around the John Art Museum. And it's, it's, it's landing on a tree, much closer to me. And so I, I got two pictures of it. And they were, they were really beautiful. I got one with its wings extended up. Um, and uh, I said to myself, um, I, lo I said, if I only had my, you know, 70 to 200 millimeter Nikon gold ring cam lens with my D7000 body frame, I could take pictures that are, you know, that would, that would just, 
where the, the the eagle you could you could see the you could see the eyes on this eagle if I had that camera, but I said, no, be thankful. You're taking beautiful pictures. Don't even worry about it. And and my feeling is, um, nature is providing many of these beautiful pictures to me, um, and you'll see them when you see these show these these pictures of the clouds, um, the architecture and the. And the, and the sun as, as dawn broke here in, in Spokane. Um, and it, uh, it, re- it reminds me of a quote that, uh, that I, I saw this on, a, on a, the side of a, of a school classroom. And it said, gratitude, gratitude makes everything we have enough. And... Um, it, uh, it, I just, I was, it's one of these things. The other day I was walking and I don't know what happened, but I was, like, sometimes I just, I, I say things out loud, like affirmations. And I, <laughs> I think I said, don't fucking whine. <laughs> I didn't realize it. Somebody was to my left with, there was like a, 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 a fa- I don't know if it was a father or a husband and wife or a boyfriend and girlfriend, but they were like probably maybe 20 or 30 yards to my left in a parking lot. And the guy looks at me and he nods. I'm like, yep. But it was a reminder, you know, you're, you're, you're able to take these beautiful pictures. Um, the other thing that I'll say about the World Cup, uh, I I was you know playing a very competitive soccer, and we we were in tournaments where we would you know it would go to shootouts, and I what my this coach I had named who's Geoffrey Cheer he just died recently. My mom had seen the news article of the obituary, and it turned out he was born on the same day as me, so we both had birthdays on August twelfth, which I had no clue about. Um, but what he told us was, look, if we get into a, a game and we've played 90 minutes and another 30 minutes in overtime, you're going to be exhausted and you're going to be nervous. What you do is you pick a side of the goal and you don't try to place the ball. You drive it. You kick it. You, you don't, you don't try to hit it right in the corner. Hit it halfway between the goalie and the, and the, you know, and the post. And you'll, you, you're much more, you know, it was kind of this advice. And it's, it's meaningful because you're so stressed out when you, when you take penalty shots. I missed one in an overtime game and wound up losing. Um, it turned out that I was shooting. So this was for the, we were in the final four of the club national championship. Um, we had won our, we'd won the Maryland State Championship. We had won the, the Eastern Region, and um, we were playing a team from Michigan, and we wound up going into overtime. We wound up going to penalty shots, and it turned out that the guy I was shooting against, that played for this Michigan club team, was wound up being the goalie at Brown University. So he and I played for four years together. Um, he wouldn't. He didn't talk too much trash about it, but he even mentioned it once. Oh yeah. We, I beat you in the quarterfinals or semifinals. <laughs> but, uh, 
But uh, yeah, that was his advice. It's just the Guy Frazier's advice was just pick a side of the goal. You don't try to put it in the corner, but just strike the ball really hard. Um, and I'll brag a little bit more. <laughs> I I could shoot the ball so damn hard with both feet. And what I would do is I would, after practice or before practice, uh, I would just take, I would either I would either have one of these goals that's just a flat net where the, the net just drops right down. These were the best, the, the easiest. Because if you only had one ball, they'd have these little, like, I don't know, 10 by 6 foot goals that you just drove into the ground. And I'd just sit in front of there and drive the ball into the net. And then it, would, it wouldn't come flying back at me. It would drop down to the ground, but it would roll back. And I'd hit it again, hit it again, hit it again, hit it again. And I, you could do it 50 times with each foot. And then at times I would say, okay... I'll I'll practice with a bag, you know, maybe two bags of balls, and I'll just drive them on goal without a goalkeeper. And I could hit the ball so hard. And I, um, <laughs> you know, one time in practice, they played a corner short to me out to the side, and I just took I just took a shot with my right foot, and it, it really oblique angle to the goal. And the goalie, he, he just he was just standing there, and he he goes, I couldn't see where the ball was going because you you hit the ball so hard and it knuckles, and it's like you you have no clue where it's gonna wind up by the time it gets to you, and he he just had his hands up, and it turned out that it knuckled and hit his hand, and he saved the ball. He goes, dude, it, I, he goes, there was no chance of me saving that ball. This hit me in the hands, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, that would be my, I don't know. There's so much gamesmanship in, in uh, penalty kicks now. But yes, I I ascribe or I I attest that the goalkeeper for the Sweden team won the won that game for them. Not in not in the overtime, but in the in the pace of play. All right. On a positive note, I wrote four words down several days ago. Initiative, imagination, effort, perseverance. And this is totally unrelated, but try not to get there at exactly the wrong time. Blessings. Thank you for listening. I've written two books uh, under the pen name Tomothy, not Timothy. Tomothy Jameson. Jameson with an I, not an E. They're both on Amazon. Quotes and Anecdotes. Happiness Apply Now, and uh, I take donations uh, through Venmo with the handle at Tomothy Jameson, all one word, Tomothy, not Timothy, Jameson with an I, not an E. Blessings. Thank you.